ladies of Wizards and Wine describe it as a modern day book club. They also describe it as women who valiantly try avoiding TPKs while drinking wine and kicking ass. Sometimes. Welcome to Wizards and Wine, a D&D podcast. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's get this going. Um, this is Tomb of Annihilation with Wizards and Wine. I am your DM, Melinda. Uh, we also have a wonderful, very talented, and incredible group of girls with us today. Um, ladies, please introduce yourselves and the characters that you will be playing. Let's start with uh, Cynthia, since I have her post-it here first. Great. So I'm Cynthia. I'm playing Bobo J. Angles. She is <laughs> color bow. She is a swift, a, a shifter, swift stride. Okay, monk. And she's modeled after a cat I had once, whose name was Bobo. <laughs> so, what can I say? I loved my kitty cat. Amazing. Okay. Um. Next up, Janet. Tell me about your character you're playing today. Hey, I am playing Welfus Sunmeadow. You can call me uh, Wellies Druid, uh, who's an urban bounty hunter. Ooh, saucy. Christine, tell me about your character. Oh, yes, saucy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Christine. I'm playing Nerium. She's a warforged paladin. Uh, she's, well, I don't even know how I'm going to play her yet, but so far she's pretty quiet and straightforward. Oh, you'll get her. I promise you. And last but not least, Aaron, tell me about your character today. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm playing Aseza. She's a kind of greasy, smelly, uh, <laughs> good friend, but she doesn't make you feel that way. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I want to tell you a little bit more about the things that you can catch here on the Pop Culture Cosmos uh, Facebook and Twitch and YouTube uh, page. Uh, so today is Friday. Obviously, this is Wizards and Wine on the off Fridays because we play Wizards and Wine every other week. We have um, Warlocks and Whiskey because, um, well, some of the gentlemen who are also part of the Pop Culture Cosmos family uh, join us for that one. So we thought we would, you know, alter the title of it a little bit. On Sundays, you can catch DM Mitch with Curse of Strahd. On Mondays, it's kind of the flagship uh, session. It's really the one that kind of brought everybody together. Uh, Roger runs Demolition Force. On Wednesdays, DM Andrew is taking on Tales from the Yawning Portal. And right now we are in the middle of White Plume Mountain. I say the middle, it's probably closer to the beginning of that uh, adventure but we have more things coming um, we've got uh, Vampires and Vitae coming when they launch their second season they're going to start streaming live and uh, I believe Mitch has something that he's working on for Saturdays he's just uh, trying to make up his mind about which one he's going to play so with all of that housekeeping out of the way Christine you have a job Oh, the recap. The recap. <laughs> it's way more oh. fun having you do the recap than listening to me ramble on about things. So what All happened right. the last time we played? Well, last time we played, uh, everyone was introduced to each other. We were summoned by, uh, I can't remember what race she was, but a sickly Syndra Sylvain. She summoned us, asked us to help her with her illness, which she believes is caused by, where did the name of it go? Soul Mongers. 
What was it? The Soulmonger mask, yeah. Yeah. I have it here. Hang on. Those are good. Soulmonger's mask. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Uh, she believes it's located somewhere on Schultz. Uh, lured by gold and dinosaurs, our ragtag group of level threes are now whisked away to this uncharted land to help this sickly magician find out what's ailing her. Uh, we arrived there. We met uh, a friend of hers, a merchant, who helped get us settled in and in. And now we're just kind of exploring and we took on a job because uh, right now we're kind of Working for her mostly, but that's a sort of long-term goal. So right now we're uh, trekking through the jungle, helping out. What was it, a half-orc? Yeah, yep. I think so. It was, yep. She hired us to escort her through the jungle, and we re-arrived at this camp, Vengeance. Mm-hmm. By this river I cannot pronounce. Uh, so we just arrived at Camp Vengeance after getting some supplies. Um, needed machetes and... <laughs> Uh, was it a lot of insect bomb? We have a lot of it. Yes, you do. <laughs> I think yes, you bought. You I think you bought all of the insect repellent that they have in all of Chultz, To be honest, <laughs> and, and it's funny because like uh, I don't need it, so right. but I have a supply of it for my for my uh, team. <laughs> right, uh, it's so funny. Okay, and um, that's where we left off. Perfect. Okay, so uh, instead of trekking through the jungle, actually, you guys uh, managed to get a boat and book passage up to count up, up to count nice. Camp Vengeance. Uh, so that kind of made things happen a little bit quick, quicker. Now, I do need to um, kind of. And this is not the right word, but it's the one I'm going to use. We need to retrofit just a tiny bit of what happened. Um, the journey up from um, Portney and Zaru up to uh, Camp Vengeance should have taken like two weeks. Um, we, (laughs) we definitely skipped over that. Yeah. We definitely skipped over that last week. When you guys go back, um, it's going to move just as quickly, but if you do need to, and and at some point probably come back to port or camp vengeance, it is going to take time for you to travel there. Uh, I just had to make that amendment, um, because, uh, you guys went in a direction surprise that I wasn't expecting last week. So, uh, <laughs> those were decisions. Like you're shoving it to us though. <laughs> I know. You know what though? The rumors that you guys rolled on that table when you guys were getting your massages at the bathhouse, um, everything mm-hmm. indicated that you were supposed to help this woman. So, oh uh, yeah, yeah. I certainly can't fault you for that one. It was <laughs> uh, we got massages. Yeah, you know, and, and I hope that you liked them because it's probably the last massages that you're getting get for a while. <laughs> well, that's not true. I might get massaged by some giant insect who's gonna eat me. <laughs> oh, you know what? Before it's, they eat me, it's possible. Okay, but. Uh, when we left off, I believe uh, you guys uh, have arrived and you uh, have docked your boat here with uh, the rest of them that are tied up just outside of the camp. It's my boat. There are uh, a couple of guards up here on top of the tower. They see you dock your boat and tie it off. And normally they would be hella suspicious about folks who are just showing up kind of unannounced because really what the camp sees is supplies every once in a while that make it up from Port Nianzaru to Camp Vengeance. Uh, But they weren't expecting a delivery. And they were a little bit uh, suspicious of you until they saw um, Undril Silvertusk step out of the boat because she is wearing her priest vestment 
prince from the Order of the Gauntlet. And that is who mostly has control over Camp Vengeance. So, you know, she approaches the gate and the her and the guards exchange words. And she says that she's here with a delivery and she has um, some dispatches uh, from the headquarters. So uh, they're like, fantastic. We're excited to see you. Please come in. Now, the, the inside of the gate, the state of things is pretty shock- shocking inside of Camp Vengeance. So Camp Vengeance was once um, just kind of like a like an outpost. It didn't have any of the walls or this ditch that you're seeing around the outside of it. Uh, none of that existed until recently. The outpost is undermanned, like understaffed. It doesn't have enough food, enough clean water, like dire straits here. Now, another thing that I'm going to point out, because I think this will really help drive home um, the conditions here at Camp Vengeance, the latrines. By any standards anywhere else in Chult, except for Camp Vengeance, these would be really great and not not luxurious, but really nice bathrooms, right? Not the case here in Camp Vengeance. See, what has happened is they dug this uh, ditch, I suppose, for lack of a better word, uh, around the perimeter of the camp. And that is causing drainage issues because this... <laughs> ditch fills up with water and there's nowhere for the water inside the camp to go. So the nastiness from the latrines actually ends up spilling into the grounds inside of the camp. So it's smelly, it's filthy. Most of the time the soldiers just, you know, pee over the wall when they're up on the guard towers. And uh, if they need to do a number two, they uh, try to land volunteer detail and uh, head out into the jungle and do their business out there in the jungle. And I've, I've always wanted to have a D&D character who could also be a plumber. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's definitely... This is my first yeah. opportunity. Yeah, there's definitely a drainage issue here in Camp Vengeance, that's for sure. Yep, yep. You guys definitely have a drainage issue here. Yeah. This is not okay. Okay, so over here, these are four goats that are inside of this little pen. <gasps> Originally, the pen was built for some pigs, but the actual conditions here were so unhealthy that the pigs sadly passed away. These goats, for some reason, are hanging on. They're not looking very good, though. Like, they are looking pretty rough. Another thing that you guys noticed before you actually came inside the gate is all along the perimeter here, there are a lot of bodies. And it's bodies of undead creatures. And there's even a couple of dinosaur remains that are out here, but they have been skinned and uh, they have been... I guess field dressed is the way to put it um, because they're using the meat inside the camp to eat. So they're trying to stave off hunger a little bit by doing everything that they can. Oh, there are 53 people inside of the camp. Damn. Yep. Okay. So uh, you guys arrive, they've made a whole bunch of noise uh, up top to make sure that uh, everybody knows that we have, that there are guests that have arrived and out of the command tent here in the middle of Camp Vengeance comes the commander of uh, Camp Vengeance and his name is Niles Breakbone. He is a human, very well dressed. He's in a Templar uniform. He's in charge of the uh, camp and he has dedicated everything in his life to the Order of the Gauntlet. 
and he is a gruff man. He approaches you. Uh, he greets uh, the woman that you escorted, Undril. He escorts her uh, in a curt but friendly manner. And then he turns the atten- his attention to the four of you. And he says... <clears throat> I hope you realize that we do not have the necessary supplies to be able to feed and water four more mouths. I am already responsible for far more than this camp can bear. That's all right. We can fend for ourselves. We have brought our own provisions. Do you have clean water that you could give to us to help us with the camp? Wow, so bold to just, like, be rude and then ask for stuff. But yes, I can help purify food and drink. That, if you want to be like that. Yes. Well, you know, we we have been in a very tough situation up here. We have been pretty much left to fend for ourselves. So you will have to forgive my curtness. Um, But things are not easy here. And I'm doing my best to keep all of those under my charge alive. And it proves to be harder every single day. Uh, So he uh, kind of turns around and goes right back into the command tent. So you guys are free to explore a little bit, should you want to. Miriam scratches her face like, does he want us to help or not? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, a couple of things to check out would be these little tents here. They are important. Uh, No way, I'm going to check out these goats. Um, Since you mentioned water, Miriam's going to wander to that well that's nearby and just have a peek inside. Okay. I think that's a well. This? You know what? We're going to call it a well. I'm going to go visit the goat. Whatever's inside it. So I can make them some water? Yeah, perfect. Okay. Um, So we're going to purify the well and then we're going to create some water (laughs) to help feed to people. After I look at the goats and after I help the goats out. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm going to do it as a ritual. Okay. Yeah, of course. Hell yeah. Sure. That's all I'll do too, um, but later. Yeah, because I don't have to consume the spell. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so good. Okay. Um, are you doing this like out loud, and are you being a little bit loud about it? Uh, what's the story? Onirium? Yes. About yeah, casting the ritual, like, I mean. Yeah, I'm just kind of like a wander or saunter, I guess, because I'm larger and slower. Sure. I saunter over to the, the well and look inside and I just start, uh, I have my shield up with the, the divinity symbol <laughs> on it and it's a crude symbol of, uh, oh, is she in the well? She's not in the well. <laughs> that would be funny, but she's not that type of person. Funny. Uh, and I lost what God I worship. Oh no. In this character sheet. <laughs> uh, Anyways, the crude, it's like a crude etch symbol that she did herself on her shield. Sure. And which I'll figure out what, remember what it was later. Um, and she's just sort of muttering and taps on her, the, the shield and waves her hand over the well to purify it. Perfect. And uh, says, yeah, five foot radius. So 10 feet. So that should cover the well. It should at least clean and render it free of poison and disease. Okay, perfect. Uh, Welly, are you up to anything? Or are you just uh, hanging out with the goats? And <laughs> I'm hanging, <laughs> I'm hanging out with the goats. Okay. Uh, and you know, trying to be their friends and get some intel. Oh, absolutely. So you're talking to the goats. It's yeah, of course. Okay, perfect. I can't wait to find out what you learned from the goats. Uh, hmm. Bobo, what are you doing? 
Well, Bobo dumps out her backpack to try and see if she has anything like that's water or anything. So you see like a holy symbol, some stakes. Some steaks. <laughs> As in the wooden oh, no. variety. She's got like she's she fancies herself a monster hunter. Yes. So she's just like yeah, but she's looking for her wine skin to kind of hide it because she doesn't have water. She got wine. Sure. Yeah. Um, of course, she likes alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she can't find her 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 wine skin or her water skin or her water. Well, she does have a water skin, but she can't find it anywhere. So she just dumps her stuff back into her backpack. Perfect. Okay. So as you guys are doing all of these things, um, out of the tent comes a very frantic woman and she comes over to the well. Her name is sister. I'm going to say Caius, a hard C. C-Y-A-S, Sister Caius. And uh, she is one of six religious Templars. They arrived to help, um, you know, with uh, the soldiers who were in this outpost uh, to help with their spiritual uh, needs. However, they have been um, mitigated to either fighting and helping to support the troops or um, they've been spending a lot of their time in the uh, hospital tents and uh, they've been tending to the sick and to the wounded as well. So she approaches you, Niriam, and she says, oh my goodness, is this clean water? It should be safe to drink now. I can't tell you what this means to the camp. Truly, truly, you are a gift. Oh, no, no, it's nothing. I can, I do what I can. Oh, no, clean water, you don't seem to understand. It's so hard to come by. In fact, I do have some patients, some soldiers, who have fallen to um, throat leeches because they drank tainted water. Throat leeches, oh my. Ew, what? Yes, throat leeches. I suggest that you do not drink any any water. <laughs> Any water? I run out. Can no, I? Move this was supposed to be our new home. Remember, we moved here. Yeah. Okay. No, look, you have to deal with my leeches now. Lost her <laughs> I collided you with a wall trying to leave. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to get out. I don't want the throat leeches. Get me out. Yeah. So throat leeches. They are easy God, to avoid. It. You just have to make sure that you are drinking either water that has been purified or rainwater. She tells you that uh, you definitely don't want to drink water out of the river or any like stagnant water out of like a lake or a pond or anything like that that you come across in Schultz. Bad news bears to do that. Duly noted. Thank you for letting us. Thank Good you for the information. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. So I can't tell you how much this, uh, this well now of clean water means to us. I only hope that it remains pure. Uh, and that uh, the groundwater uh, that is so horribly, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, tainted? Tainted, yeah, that's a good word. Uh, horribly tainted doesn't uh, leach into the well. So before that begins to happen, let me get a couple of buckets of water and get these taken uh, to the hospital tents to make sure uh, that my acolytes are able to use it to tend to the sick. Oh, sure. Is there a couple other wells in the area? Uh, this is our... There is one further back in uh, in the um, camp, back towards the uh, guard tower back there. 
Um, I do believe that one also uh, could use a little bit of help, if you don't mind, of course. No, I know no, it is I... a lot to ask. Yeah, no, it's no problem. And I start to wander that way. Okay, cool. I see two of them on the map. I'm just going to go ahead and do those as well. Okay, perfect. Same, the same system just happened on my shield. And, and it's the god of Lee. Okay, I'm going to say it wrong. Lyra. Okay. Goddess of joy. Perfect. Uh, so Sister Caius asks if anyone would like to come with her um, to have a look at uh, the inside of these tents. And she's also asking or talking to uh, Sister Undrell as well. I say Sister Undrell, but Undrell as well. I'll come along. Okay. Yeah, Perfect. me too. All right. Uh, so we're going to head into this tent down here first. Uh, so I'm going to move Undrel down here. I'm going to move Sister down here as well. Okay. So inside of this tent, uh, she has seven patients, and they're all suffering from different kinds of illnesses. Um, she has one who is dealing with these throat leeches that she was talking about, and um, she explains further that with the throat leeches, um, your throat will inflame so it swells and uh, it is accompanied obviously by shortness of breath because you're not able to get ear air uh, down your throat as easily. Uh, she explains that it's a simple uh, treatment but they don't have the means to create the treatment here in Camp Vengeance and it is important that uh, the seven soldiers in this area in particular make their way back down to Port Nianzaru. Uh, she also shows you um, three other no, wait, one, two, three, four, five. Five of the soldiers in this tent are suffering from mad monkey fever. Oh, no, same. Yeah. Uh, mad monkey fever uh, is actually caused by a mist that you'll run into in the jungles of Chult, and it causes a madness, and it uh, lasts for varying lengths of time, and it has varying uh, side effects, and it um, can last for your lifetime, or it can be over in a matter of days. It really does just depend on how your system deals with it. Uh, she introduces you to those five soldiers um, because they were out in the jungle when they ran into this mist. And by the time they got back to the camp, uh, they had all um, already begun to uh, succumb to the sickness. Uh, so Mad Monkey Fever, we have Michael who is dealing with it. Um, Mitch is dealing with it. So is Gerald and Roger. So uh, <laughs> these guys are... <laughs> These guys are not are from Chult, are they? No, <laughs> names. not these ones in particular. <laughs> these ones are from. These guys are from Pop Culture Cosmos. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> I just thought that would be hilarious. Okay, I enjoyed it. Um, oh, I'm sorry. And Rob is also suffering from Mad Monkey uh, mm -hmm. fever. Yeah. Okay. Um, suffering from the shivering sickness is Andrew. So what happens with the shivering sickness is you're fine and then all of a sudden your body temperature drops and it causes uncontrollable shivering and chattering teeth. And once their temperature drops, it takes a very long time for their body temperature to come back up. So they're trying to keep these seven isolated in this tent away from um, the wounded soldiers who are in uh, the tent on the other side of the command tent. And Sister Caius says that uh, it would truly 
truly be helpful if, because um, I don't believe you guys are staying, um, it would be truly helpful if you could take these seven with you and deliver them down to Portney and Zaru where they can seek, um, you know, more professional um, and skilled help. Uh, I'm not there. <laughs> I'm clean well, so I'm not there either. Uh, Cynthia, Cynthia, you and I are there. Yes, we are. So, I, uh, sure. <laughs> what kind of shape are these guys in? Are they able sure. to fend for themselves? Um, not so much. Oh. But you are you will be just putting them back on the boat that you guys arrived in and heading back down the river. So we're splitting the party. No, no, no. It With doesn't no, no, no. You're not leaving right now. What you're you, this will be like you guys are going to be here for basically the night. Uh, and then you're going to oh, okay. take out to go uh, head off in the, the next morning. At least oh, all of us are. Yeah. Ooh. At least that was my plan. I don't know what you guys decide, but this is this is where we stand right now. Uh, sure. Okay, cool. Um, uh, Sister Kaya says, thank yeah. you. Sister Kaya says, thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to talk to Commander Breakbone, and I will uh, let him know of uh, more of the kindness that you were offering to our camp here. Um, so you guys head out of this tent the two who were in here and everybody that you're passing like all of the soldiers and and the veterans and uh the warriors the uh, warriors who are native to cholt um none of them look like they're doing especially well everybody looks like they are hungry everybody looks a little dehydrated you know like a lot of chat lips that kind of thing um and you run into This is perfect. You run into Ord Firebeard. Ord Firebeard is a dwarf, and he is one of the other commanding officers under Mr. Breakbone. And he uh, continues to tell you guys more of the plight and the things that they've been dealing with in Camp Vengeance. It includes, um, again, attacks from the undead. And uh, he says, you know, our fighting force is supposed to be 53 strong, but my gosh, with the wounded and the sick, those numbers can fluctuate wildly day from day to day. And uh, he says, you know, um, hopefully if we are under... Uh, some kind of attack, uh, you guys will lend us your swords to help. Not, like, borrow your swords, but to take up arms with us. <laughs> At the mention of undead, yeah, Bobo's ears, her cat ears, perk up. They're like, oh? Mm-hmm. Undead monsters? So many. So many. And we are doing our best oh. to fight them back. Um, but, you know, sometimes it can seem truly un- overwhelming. Her, her face kind of half goes into her shifter mode. Yeah. And her, her, like, beast wars. I call it beast mode. <laughs> <laughs> and she kind of settles herself down again. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Uh, so uh, you guys uh, hand out. Uh, I don't know. What are you guys going to do? What do you want to do? Tell me what you're doing. Tell me what you're doing. I'm returning back to the tent. Or at least I'm wandering around until I find them. Okay, for sure. I'll just deal. I'll talk to the coats the old-fashioned way. <laughs> just you have to bleep. Bleep. I can try. 
I don't have animal handling, but I've got a plus four to it. Yeah, I just wanted to, like, help them out a little bit. So I have purified food and drink. Do they have any food and drink around here, the goats? Yes, there's a little bit of hay. It does look like it might be a little mildewy or moldy. It doesn't look like it's in the Do best they have shape water? Uh, there is water. Again, not the best looking water. Uh, what they do have as well is they do have a little bit of a rain collection system. So they do a uh, rainwater collection system. So there is a little bit of uh, clean water. And by the way, I don't know if you guys noticed, but it is uh, there's a light sprinkle right now. Yes, I like that feature. <laughs> you don't it's say. pretty cool. Um, yeah. okay. okay. So the goats have water and food. I'm going to make sure that the water and food is real close together mm-hmm. and use my purify food and drink ritual on it. Absolutely. Bam. Absolutely. Uh, and then get them get them doing good. Uh, that takes a little bit of time, but um, that is the ritual I have. So I'm going to also seek out that lady umbral. Or the okay. dude to try and see if they have like a food stock. See how that's doing. Okay, so you want to talk to uh, the commander? Yeah. Niles Breakbone? Yeah, that's him right here, I see. Yeah, he's yeah. in the command Let me, tent. Let me make my way in here. Hello. Hello, I'm sorry. I did not catch your name. Bah, my name's Aceza. Niles, right? Aceza. Uh, Breakbone, if you don't mind. Okay, Breakbone. <laughs> um, I said I'd help you out, even though you were kind of a jerk. That's okay. I understand your situation is kind of crazy. Do you guys have a food stock around here, and is it doing good? Because all I can really do to help you is make sure that's okay. Well, to be honest, um, we have a group of uh, folks who are from Cholt, who um, have agreed to, in, in exchange for safety behind the walls of Camp Vengeance, uh, they go out and they hunt. So we do have, uh, like, a, I wouldn't call it a steady or a very great source of food. It's not a big influx when it happens, but uh, we do have food that is brought into the camp from time to time. Okay. The Perfect. water, though, um, if you are able to help with that, at all i'm not sure but uh that is uh something that we definitely need help with all right well if you guys have like barrels of stuff sure or wells but Mm -hmm. at this point i'm guessing i don't know that um hold on my homie uh nerium i didn't know nerium went and purified all the wells right yeah okay i'm sure i'll find it yep Okay. Uh, so you guys are going around the camp and you're helping out in various ways. Uh, when all of a sudden, sorry. Uh, just as Nearing was wandering around, did she notice any rain catching set system set up? Um, there is. It kind of uh, runs along the top of uh, the wall here, and mm-hmm. there are like a the odd downspout with like a. a collection system at the bottom of that so i mean there's a couple so they are collecting the rainwater okay yeah yeah it doesn't gonna help set one up if there wasn't yeah it doesn't collect a whole lot but uh the uh, purification of the wells that you guys have done is huge so 
Yeah. Okay. So as you guys uh, have been going around the camp and and helping out in various ways, um, you do see a little bit of the morale start to kind of perk up a little bit when all of a sudden you hear from this guard tower, somebody just yell, incoming. Yeah, outgoing. (laughs) Incoming is what you hear. I look around at the soldiers and like, what does that mean? That means that we are about to have to defend the walls. Is there I'm a out. specific space you want us to be? <laughs> nah. Leeches uh, and fights? Nah. <laughs> right? If any of so. you have uh, ranged weapons, that would be immensely helpful. And as uh, you guys are having this discussion, all of these um, soldiers and other warriors have gone outside to take on um, the undead face to face. And then all of these guys, yeah. And then all of these guys are up um, providing cover. Now you'll notice that on some of them, it says like guard times five. That one token is representing five guards. That's what that means, okay? Okay, yeah. (laughs) Just because there's like 25 guards. But it, when, when I put 25 guards down on this map, it just, like, covered the whole thing. Your poor so. computer. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> and it was really messy, and I didn't like it. So this is um, how we're going to do it. Um, so are you guys going to help defend? Uh, yeah, Bobo's, like, running for the gate. Sure. Oh, yeah, so you're going to go away? outside the gate? Okay. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, she's got her bow at her, too. Well, her staff out. She, like, did uh, somebody actually ask for ranged weapons? Yes. Well, you guys, right. uh, Niriam asked what that means, and it, she, they just said, you know, if anybody has ranged weapons, we could definitely use some help. Yeah, defend the Yeah, I have a crossbow. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, t- I pull my crossbow and the bolts off of my pack, mm-hmm. drop them at her feet, and I run out the, day, out the gate. <laughs> out of the gate, okay. <laughs> bow in my, in my, I keep calling it a bow. Staff in my hand, I'm ready to go. All right. <laughs> Take your yeah, token. Miriam's going out the door. Okay, where are you guys going to go? I just need you to move there on the map. Uh, oh, there's zombies all over, huh? Yeah. Right. The zombies. I got to open the door first. Oh, God. We have to go to the back and make our way around? Or can we is leave there through? Back? I don't think there's a back yeah, door. The, yeah, the only way in or out is uh, through the gate here. Well, okay. I'll have to do this Yoink. in stages. Um, I think there's a wall on the way. There's a wall. He's telling me I'm hitting a wall. Oh, God. Okay. Let me, there should be. Yeah, open. I remember when I was trying to get out because of the, the leeches? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. The attempted token collides with at least one wall. One, two. Oh, damn. I, think, I think you're missing a door there. Uh, I can't. Yeah. Well, you can go up these little Cynthia, stairs. Yeah, right? I can get you out. Oh. Get me out okay. too. <laughs> okay, I'll let you out as well. So let you guys out, are, you guys are all going out. Okay. Interesting. Oh, yeah. All right. So, in which direction are you going? Away. I want to see. I don't know which one, which group I would see first. So, I'm just trying to see mm. what my sight line is. Sure, yeah. Finding it on. Where's I'm going. Oh, there's zombies right there. So, I guess. Well, and also, just... it is daylight. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't forget this here, or sorry, this little, this uh, ditch that's around the whole thing, the moat. Uh, yeah. It's like 20 feet deep. Oh, so this, they're actually surrounded by these buggers. Yeah. Yep. 
all right, let's go. <laughs> she's really excited about this. Okay. I'm going to the tiny like, bow. All right. Yeah, Bo is so excited about this. Okay. I'm not. All right. So <laughs> here's how I am going to attempt to handle this. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take this camp and I'm going to break it into four quadrants. Cool. Okay, so you guys are mostly up here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to include everybody in this quadrant um, in the turn order, and I'll just kind of explain what's happening in the other three squares. Mm -hmm. Okay? Understood. All right. Oh, and uh, another thing, just so you guys are aware, um, if it says zombie times three... Um, it just means there's three zombies in that group and um, it's going to be like a shared hit point pool. So it'll be uh, each zombie's hit points added all together. Okay. Okay. So does that mean like if we take a third of the HP off, one of them dies? Yeah, that kind of situation. Yeah. Okay. And you're not, you're not finished with that particular, I'm not going to be finished with that zombie in that turn order until all three... Like the amount of three hit points have gone through, okay? Uh, so everybody open up the um, encounter uh, window and roll your initiative. Okay, is everybody ready? Yeah, let's maybe. do this. All right. Nerium, my dear, you are up first. Uh, 30 feet movement speed. Uh, where's my measurement tool, that one? Oh, yeah. There's three of them in that one? Yep. Yeah, I'm going to bypass that first one. I'll probably take the long way around. Just, you know, okay. avoid mm -hmm. opportunity attack. Mm -hmm. And uh, leave that one to Bo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Morningstar. All right. Actually, mm, three of them. I am going to use bonus action first. Mm-hmm. Let me bring it up. Spell book. Do something smart like I know you're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> what now? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where'd it go? Do I have the thing I'm thinking of? I'm gonna use Searing Smite. Okay. First level. There it is. Uh, so the next time I hit a creature with a melee weapon attack during the spell's duration, my weapon flares with a white hot intensity to the, and the attack deals an extra 1d6 fire damage to the target. Um, let's see if I hit him first, eh? Okay, yep. Morningstar. Seventeen. Okay, it's seventeen. That's really funny. I'm trying to open the zombie <laughs> character sheets and it's showing me Nerium. Oh, that's why, because I'm t clicking on your token. It's right on top of the zombie. <laughs> My bad. Oh, yeah, I, got, I got right up in there. Yes, you did. Good girl. <laughs> uh, what was that? A 17? Yeah, that hits. Yeah. Normal. And then also the Searing Smite, because I actually hit. So I need to do a saving throw first to see if they, any of oh, them save. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to do three of, well, I guess you're only attacking one of them, right? Or does yeah, it attack multiple them. targets? Yeah. 
to the target. Okay, so it is a single target. All right. So a seven does not save. Okay, so yeah, I already rolled for the, the fire damage there. Okay. Searing smite, seven damage. Seven damage. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. And it's on fire. Oof, that's terrifying. It ignites. Don't know how effective it is in the rain, but... That's what I wanted to look at. Effective-ish. How about... Okay. Oh, sorry, that's your turn? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That is it. Bobo. All right. Where are we? I'm... Okay, and they are right in front of me? Like... One of them is, yes. All right. Uh, I'm not going to use my staff. I'm doing an arm strike. Okay. So. Why do I have two one-arm strike? Oh, that's why. One's a bonus action. Mm. Monks, man. So you're going three times? No, I clicked that by accident. Oh, okay. Uh, Just hit the attack button in the chat window. Yeah. I couldn't remember how to do the attack. I remembered. Oh, yeah, there's a chat window. Yep. 21 to hit. Yeah, that hits. All right. Damage. Max, cool. And you're going after that that one zombie there? Yeah, I'll go after that one. Okay. I'm just going to move you so you're closer. Whoops, I moved everybody. Hang on. Okay. Let me... (laughs) Okay, it's party time. Sheet. Okay, I did that on arm strike. Bonus action. So if I do just a bonus action of an unarmed strike, then it does not use a key point. If I do flurry of blows, it uses yeah. a key point. Correct. Yeah. And when you do the second unarmed strike, it's just a strength roll, so it's one plus your strength modifier. Yeah, I'll do flurry of blows. I'll spend a key. Okay. And flurry of blows, so good. Yeah. Okay. Flurry of blows. There it is. And that's two attacks that I get with that. So okay. attack. I thought I hit it. No, I guess I didn't. Normal. Twenty-four to hit. Dang. Yep, that's gonna hit. Okay. Damage. Yeah. And my second flurry of blows attack. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so close to a twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that hits. And damage. 
All right, and... I'm not going to bother with that. And... That's it. I'll stop. Okay. I shall end my turn. All right. Uh, this guy is pretty bloodied. Next up, Aseza. Oh, sweet. My turn. Mm-hmm. I love my turn. Okay. So I'm going to use a bonus action to shift. Do I have to click this? Consume available usage, consume resource. No, consume available usage. Usability. Okay. So I used that, I think. I did. So uh, she's going to get... She's going to hunch over a little extra. A little mm-hmm. extra hunched over. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's going to get a little spiky because she's a porcupine lady. Okay. All right. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that, but she's a porcupine lady. Into it. Um, uh, so I get temp HP that I think I have to actually track myself in this little spot right here. I get temp HP equal to my level three plus one. Great. Four. So that's sweet. I have four temp HP. Um, and I also get fast. Um, so I get an extra 10. Uh, sorry. I get an extra 10 feet of movement speed. Mm-hmm. And something happens if. I guess I should tell you. Additionally, you can move up to 10 feet as a reaction when a creature ends its turn within five feet of you. This reactive movement does not provoke an attack of opportunity. Oh, wow. So I okay. Have, yeah, it's super good. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go 10, 20, 30, 40, 40. Uh, and then I'm going to use my longbow. All right. I can. Can I see all the way over there? Can I see that mummy? Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna shoot that mummy. All right. I feel like we got this situation under control. Shoot that mummy. So I'm gonna shoot that mummy. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna use my longbow. So I gotta go. Oh, it didn't count as my thing. So it was four plus, um, it, I, I rolled the wrong dice, but it's four plus five. So does nine hit? A nine does not hit. Oh, okay. That's the end of my turn. That's a miss. All right. It's this group of three zombies turn. For some reason, the turn tracker didn't jump go to them. How come? This is zombies, zombies turn. turn. Yeah, we're good. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, okay, zombie, uh, Nerium, where did you go? Nerium's right there. I'm where? right Same up spot. in her business. She never moved. Oh, okay, <clears throat> sorry, you your token- are totally up in each other's business. Yeah, your token is right on top of the zombies, <laughs> that's why I couldn't see you. Okay, nice. my mistake. So, Fuck, dude. <laughs> one of the three zombies is going to make a slam attack. <laughs> a slam attack. Slam! Does a 14 hit? No. Just thunk and metal, so. Yeah, right? Nope. The second zombie in that group of three? Nope. Even the zombies are weak. (laughs) Yeah, right? 
Uh, 21. Yeah, that would hurt. That um, one? That would hit. Okay. It connects. Four points of a damage. Oh, damage. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, get yeah, I don't know I why. Why did it do? I don't know. I'm not really sure. Five? One, two, three, four, five. It counts as five zombies. Mm, I don't know. That's weird. I'm gonna apply healing to undo all that. It must be because they count as more than one. Maybe. That's the only thing yeah, I don't know. Because then, like, if it were, <laughs> two feet. Oh, it still doesn't make sense. Mm. But I don't know. We'll figure it out. Where's my health bar? Uh, okay. No. Welly. Uh, yeah, that's me. So I need to get up. Uh, I cannot shoot that zombie up there because I will end up hitting. Um, is that Bobo? I can't tell. Who's yeah, who here. this is Bobo right here. You yes, can you so... can see this group of three if you have a long a ranged weapon and you want to go after them. I have a crossbow. Yeah, so that should reach them. A light crossbow. Okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna do that. Yeah, I mean you're 22 <clears throat> feet away, so you should be fine. Yeah, you can move. Uh, a yeah, yeah, you Jump. can also move and then take your attack, but this is fine too. Um, I'll just take the attack. What is the spinning thing here? That I don't know. Yeah. I was just about to ask, but I was like, "Man, I'll wait until later to no, ask." What that? I thought. May yeah, maybe I missed something. Yeah, no. Okay. See, that's the turn tracker. So oh. it's supposed to move around from each icon as oh, it's weird. changing. Yeah. Uh, so there's something funky happening. Okay. But yes, um, no for worries, now, so... ignore it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to roll. I just roll normal, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Well, I'll you have roll. to, okay. you have to attack first. Yeah. Perfect. So I just, yeah, I clicked attack. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that hits. 19, yeah? Yeah. Super hit. Oh, does it? No, nice. yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. 19. Okay, and my damage. Nine. Down five. five. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. That's the zombie veteran so where is okay it's this guy down here uh so what is his movement we have a little looky 30 feet measurement tool so he's gonna come out of this gate so it's like nine Close. What uh, text does he have? Actions. Long sword. Oh, heavy crossbow. Fantastic. Oh, he's got multi attack. Two long sword attacks. Okay. Cool. Uh, so this guy is going to come running out of the gate as soon as I get the right tool to move him. Man, Janet, tell him to pick you up. Is he buff? <laughs> What? He would like run you over. Yeah, right. He's really fast. He's he's fast for. Oh, it's saying that that's not that guy's turn. Ah, anyway. Whatever. Um. Oh, why did it skip all the way up to? That's why. Hang on. Let me just move past everybody to get back onto this guy. 
veteran. Okay. And he is going to shoot at this zombie with his heavy crossbow. Attack. Roll normal. Oh my god, he misses. Alright, that's his Some veteran you are. Yeah, right? Okay, so now it's the zombie in front of Bobo. And he's gonna do his slam attack. A 12, does that hit Bobo? No. No? Okay, perfect. That doesn't hit. And 22. before we get up to Nerium, you guys, um, so this uh, this battle is going on and you guys think that you got this pretty easily in hand when storming through the bushes on your side of the battle. Sorry, ignore that roll. I can't ignore that roll. Yeah, I know. Um, is this. This is a zombie dinosaur. Oh, heck yeah. (laughs) Ankylosaurus? I am a zombie. Yeah. Ankylosaurus, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. I love him. I mean, he's a zombie. I was super into dinos when I was younger, so this is great. Okay. Yeah. And he's going to move over this way to be a little bit closer to this zombie and everybody else. Oh yeah, I need to roll his initiative. Oh, he got 0.9. That's gonna be his turn. Okay, Nerium. Oh yeah. Uh, mm, I'm gonna continue with uh, Morningstar mm-hmm. on uh, the zombies in front of me. I won't use a spell after seeing Big Guy pop up. Right. Uh, so I'll save that for a little after. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Morningstar. Attack normal. Ooh, 11. Uh, 11 hits the zombies. Oh, yay. Normal. Seven damage. Seven damage. And oh, they still. Oh yeah, they're they're in. Um, they're on fire. Yes. Because they didn't put it out. Although it's raining, so I think as a DM you can choose whether it's raining heavy enough for it to. Yeah, I don't think that it is. What's the extra damage on that? They would take um, damage each round because they're on fire. Yeah, and the attack kills. Turn. Ignite in flames. At the start of each turn until the spell ends, the target must take make a constitution saving throw. Okay. On a failed save, 1d6 fire damage. Okay. So a con save? And I'll pop it. Yeah. I'll pop it back in the chat as well. So you can do your DC 12 con save. Okay. They're not going to make it. So they burn for nine damage. Nine more. All right. Is that your turn? Yep. Okay. That is my turn. Bobo, you're up. 
All right, so Mr. Zombie in front of me is still hurting. Mm-hmm. Still there? Yes. This one here, right? Mm-hmm. That has the 20 on him. Okay, what's the damage die on that? What does it at mod mean when it's damage plus at mod, M-O-D? Your modifier. Yeah, your modifier. Oh, okay. All right. I pull my hands back and basically it looks like I'm throwing something at him. Okay. And it's searing boats, bolts of magical radiance. It's my radiant sunbolt. Okay. Can you so pop- it does a D4 plus my mod, my modifier. Okay. Which is my de- dexterity it's supposed to be, I believe. Okay. So that's this one here. Perfect. There. Oh, there's no attack. It's just damage. Cool. You can use with the attack action. The special attack is a ranged spell attack with a range of 30 feet. You are proficient with it, and you add a dex modifier to the attack and damage rolls. The damage is radiant. Uh, when you take the action on your turn, use this special attack as part of it. You can spend one key point to make the special attack twice as a bonus action. Okay. So you still have to do your unarmed strike, uh, but you can add okay. this to it. Yeah. All right. So let's do attack for that. Okay. Fourteen. Yeah, that hits. Okay, so I do my damage for my unarmed strike, right? Yes. Five. And then the damage for the doesn't let me do the damage for the radiant sunbolt. Yeah. There do I have be... to do that after? It gives me red. Your... Okay, it gives it to me automatically then. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, this guy is toast. Dead. All right. And let's see here. Uh, come on. There we go. So how close is the next one? Uh, you Over can, here? You can measure, yep. Don't forget that big dinosaur is there now, too. The zombie dinosaur. So you're, like, within 10 feet, within 13 feet. So 10 feet to the zombie boat, 13 feet to the dinosaur. She's in her glory here right now. (laughs) She's, like, fighting the monsters. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So she's going to move. Moat's full of water, Mm -hmm. right? It is, yep. Okay, so I better go around them? Yep. There, I'm up there. And get ready to take a hit, because I know they're going to hit me. Or go for me. Okay, perfect. So I'm done. Okay. A Caesar. <laughs> yes. Sweet. <laughs> There's one, two, three. And then a big dude, huh? 
don't know how much I want to use turn undead yet. But instead, thirty feet centered on me, filled with light. It moves with me and lasts for one minute or until I'm incapacitated. One minute. How long is a fight? A minute? Don't know. Depends. Mm, maybe I'll hold off for now. Uh, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna hit that those triple zombies. Okay. I'm gonna hit them with Toll the Dead. Do it. Uh, saving throw for you. Yes. Do. So I'm gonna make three of them. One. Two. That, that passes. And they're all gonna pass. <laughs> they get a plus four to their wisdom? Apparently. What? Four. All right, so they all pass. Okay. And that's what we're going to call it this week for Wizards and Wine. Uh, will they survive the zombie horde? <laughs> we'll find out next week when we get back to the Tomb of Annihilation with Wizards and Wine. Uh, don't forget, you can find us on uh, social media anytime. If you want to reach out, you got something to say, say it. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, um, Instagram, and Facebook. And of course, you can catch the live stream of our sessions every other Friday on Pop Culture Cosmos. So until next week, make sure you always carry a D20, always drink responsibly, and Uncle Voldemort, take it away. Will our inveterate inebriates manage to stagger to a victory over the adversity that hampers their imbibing? Or will their hangovers hamper their hearty adventures? Will they ever garner enough coin to clear their bar tab? Tune in next week for more antics of Vim and Vino. Don't miss out on more Wizards and Wine.